AI machine learning is fundamentally changing collaboration and we see it inside of teams. Teams are very liquid. We need to keep up with the way our people like to work. It has truly made us more efficient. This is exactly what we've been waiting for. This is how we think the world of tomorrow will work. Welcome to Teams On Air, where we bring you the latest on modern collaboration and intelligent communications in Office 365. You're listening to a bonus episode of Teams On Air. Enterprise Connect has a 27-year history that brings together industry experts, analysts, and customers to talk about issues and trends in enterprise communication and collaboration. In anticipation of all the great speakers and experts at Enterprise Connect, we set up the Teams On Air podcast studio where I interviewed 17 guests that included colleagues, partners, and customers who innovate for Microsoft Teams and use the product on a daily basis. You don't want to miss any of these great conversations. Microsoft makes an annual investment of over $17 billion in research and development, and we bring that innovation and learnings from the research into products like Microsoft Teams so you can achieve more in whatever you do. Our hardware partners have expertise that range from audio and video to telephony, and we work with them to bring our intelligent communications vision to life. And I believe it's pretty magical. These episodes were recorded live on the Enterprise Connect show floor and cover a broad range of topics, including artificial intelligence, augmented reality, whiteboarding, mobility, modern meeting spaces, and their devices, personal audio devices, telephony, live streaming, modern administration, and all of our latest announcements. This will be a great way for you to catch up. Before we transition to these interviews, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review us on whatever platform you listen to Teams on Air. This helps us know if we're delivering value to you as well as create new content that meets your needs. Remember, this is exclusive bonus content of the podcast. If you've liked what you heard, tell your colleagues and friends to subscribe. All right, let's get to the next interview. All right, welcome to another episode of Teams on Air. I'm your host, Delonda Coleman, and for one of our live sessions here at Enterprise Connect, we decided to carve out some time to talk about your network. Specifically, we know that there's more live streaming happening in the enterprise, and we want to help you get prepared and know, is your network ready? So to help me do that, I bought my friends from Collective, Teresa and... Patty. Patty, thank you. <laughs> thank you, ladies, for joining us. Thanks for having us. Our pleasure. Please introduce yourself. Tell us what you do at Collective and what Collective as an organization does. Sure. So I'm Teresa Roy, and I'm the segment manager for video delivery. And um, I am a little bit new to the space, but my job is really to understand the market and where Collective fits in the market, and then make sure that we have kind of the right um, integrations outlined for our clients so that they can kind of get their video delivered across their network as fast as possible without any kind of, um, any kind of buffering issues. And I'm Patty Perkins. I'm the Senior Director of Video Enterprise Video Strategy for Collective. And what I do is a little bit different. I, I coach the business side. When uh, the IT folks are making sure that the network is ready for video, I'm making sure that the business side and corporate communications um, has, has their strategy in line and are ready to run the business of video. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You know, uh, we've been talking about um, video in the context of meetings a lot, but when you're talking about large-scale meetings where you want to stream the content, what are some of the trends that you're seeing in the marketplace in general? 
I'm seeing uh, a lot more around one to many. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a great opportunity to influence the growth of, of the culture or the direction of a culture, particularly when it's coming from the top down. And so, with a lot of stories that companies are, are starting to get into the storytelling mm-hmm. piece of their promotion and their marketing, and it, it works internally too. If if we've got good stories to tell internally and externally, then our employees are happy and they can tell the stories and and share them. But that whole culture and that that feeling of being connected to what we're doing comes from the top and comes from the C-level executives. So we're seeing a, an increase in more um, C-level executives doing a live town hall type broadcast, which is very different from the collaborative things that we've been talking about all mm-hmm. week here at Enterprise Connect. This is a really a one to very many mm-hmm. that we're really expert with at Collective. It's kind of like that vision setting that needs to happen kind of before teams can truly collaborate. They need to understand the direction that they're headed. Mm-hmm. And if they aren't able to consume that, and if, and if all they're getting is like an email or a recorded message from somebody that's just slides and, and audio, it's just not quite as compelling as yeah. a, a CEO who stands up there and, and in some cases might be having to address a crisis situation or might have to be addressing something kind of personal, having that connection, that eye-to-eye um, from, from your employees that are in super you know, far away locations. If they're able to do that uh, via video, it can be really compelling. Do you think that the social tools in the consumer space are having an impact and, and sort of shaping this new paradigm? Yeah, actually, we, about a year ago, we did a study of 2,000 companies um, that are kind of split, split between the UK and the US, and they found that 63% of workers actually use YouTube uh, to receive their info during their personal lives. And then, um, and so what's happening is that they're still trying to do that same thing in their corporate life. Yeah, yeah. And they're trying to figure out how do we, how are we able to create that same experience that they get at home? And they're super happy to get that experience at home, so let's make it easy for them to get it at work. How are they responding, organizations and CEOs or CIOs, the C-suite? Mm-hmm. How is the C-suite responding to this? I think they hear um, a lot from the, their employees that we want to be able to do what we can do at home. We have the same capabilities of sharing information, sharing video, um, collaborating, and, and all that. So it, it's an interesting new sort of, it's like a string of pearls um, that you know will go along with a certain uh, way of working and doing things, and then new things will come into the market that mm-hmm. are sort of disruptors, things like uh, collaborative video and um, live streaming and all, all of the different um, collaboration platforms. And then we've kind of figured that out and we go along for a little bit more and then the next big thing comes along. Yeah. So right now we're in that in, in the pearl uh, with a few <laughs> things. In, in my mind, this is just just Patty P talking. But um, in my mind, we're in the pearl right now of, of collaborative video and sort of what that means. Do, do people want to embrace it? Will they embrace it? Um, and, and what does it mean for the overall communication strategy? Where, where do you go to do what you need to do. Yeah. But I feel like the levels of expectations are different. Like, you know, the quality of live streaming that I get in Facebook or Instagram is a lot lower. And when you come into the enterprise and a C-suite executive is about to broadcast his entire organization, he's not going to want that. Their employees don't want that similar experience. So Exactly. It, you're not yeah. sitting through a 10-second cat video. You're, you're sitting through, <laughs> you know, some pretty important stuff that has to do with what you, you know, that paycheck that you take home. And, and it also has to do with what you're contributing to get that paycheck. Am, am I really contributing to the, what the company needs? Mm-hmm. Am I making a difference in the company goals and all of that? And, you know, that has a, that has a certain aura 
around it that, yeah. that, that is exactly to your point that, that the quality of the stream and the quality of the picture and the presentation really means a, an awful lot. Yeah. And I think people need to feel like they can interact as well. Mm -hmm. So being able to get, you know, a chat that's running at the same time and having people do polling questions and getting that feedback live from the audience, yeah. it makes it it makes the message I think more compelling and they can see that they're addressing their problems yeah. immediately. And, and we all we all, you know, God bless millennials, I am not one, but God bless them. And they, you know, like they need to feel that kind of love and attention from right. their from their C-suite or else they're not going to stay engaged and they're going to go find another job. So yeah. this goes right back to retention, which yeah. is hard. I mean, we all, we've lived in the Bay Area. We know how hard it is for folks to be able to find good talent and keep that good talent. So it, it can be, yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it, it. I think video is a really good way to be able to affect a lot of different business challenges. Yeah. I worked in the financial industry and I found, uh, we figured it out that our satellite channel and our our live streaming and, and video on demand was competing with CNN or Bloomberg. We also had those those channels in the branches and in the um, uh, advisor offices and that type of thing. And it was kind of like, you know, we need to look as as good as that or better yeah. to, to get that authenticity and that, that mm -hmm. transparency and that validation of the message that this is important. Yeah. So what are some of like the basic hygiene things that you should, as a C-suite executive or as the CIO, <laughs> be, be thinking about as you're building out this network and, build, and leveraging a platform that can help you communicate? I, I really think it's, a, it's, it's all about... It's all about the employees, mm -hmm. it, and it's all about how what what the company goals are. That's where you start. Is with the company goals. If it's um, storytelling, or if it's um, you know cost savings, or um, transparency, or inclusion, or you know, there, there's every company's got a series of, of goals or, or the mission statement, and then the goals that we and objectives that we hope to achieve. And so, a really good practice is going back and measuring how what am I. How what I'm about to do with this communication technology supports those goals. Mm -hmm. Does it support inclusiveness? Does it support cost savings uh, and, and that type of thing? It, you can't go wrong with starting there as long as you keep the people in the middle of it. Yeah, and I think you need to give them. You know, to, speaking to the to the the technology folks, they need to understand what tools are already in use to try to consume this information. So, um, you know. Teams is a great tool to be able to use for folks to be able to capture that to get, be able to capture that information, um, and then on the back end, I would be remiss and not and not reminding everybody that the delivery matters. Yeah. So making sure that your video can get to where it needs to get to without causing uh, havoc on your on your network. If you've yeah. got 500 people that have to log in from a remote location with terrible bandwidth, you could run into issues. So you just yeah. need to be ready for things like yeah. that. So. Yeah. Yeah. So doing those network assessments and network tests ahead of time, you know, partnering with someone like Collective to find out, you know, what's the right strategy ahead of time is really important. Yeah. Well, let's shift gears and talk a little bit about Microsoft Teams and Skype for Business. I want to talk about your relationship with Skype for Business and the solution Collective has brought for that. Tell me a little bit about that. So right now, everybody's using Skype for Business to be able to do kind of, uh, they can do that one-to-many um, sorry, that one-to-many projection of, of a CEO or a C-suite or whomever. Mm -hmm. um, and then what, we, what we're able to do is provide that back end so that we can make sure that the business-critical operations that are happening on your network that need to continue happening on your network, right? If you're a super large bank, you can't stop transactions just because everybody's got to go watch your CEO yeah. do a live stream video, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? 
So, um, so we want to make sure that the network is optimized, and that's kind of how the two of us work together. We, you know, we built an integration so that everybody can kind of log in, and it is seamless. And um, so your so your employees are able to log into Skype. Uh, Skype meeting and they're able to just kind of consume it just the same way that they would and what we're able to do is just make sure that it gets there without causing any issues on your network mm -hmm. on the back end. So. Yeah. And then there's all this, also the security piece of having that internal network that everybody comes into that internal network and so you have a le sort of you kind of level the playing field a little bit better. That you were talking about transactions, customer transactions, that type of thing. That has to be guarded at all costs. But you still have the need to communicate. So bringing in technologies and making them work together. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, it's one of the places that we um, we focus on yeah. as well keep, to make sure that you've got what you need. That's for Skype meeting broadcast and we do have on our roadmap that we are shipping uh, the the new version on our new Skype and back-end delivery now, or excuse me, our new Skype and back-end infrastructure in Microsoft Teams. Um, so are you guys building a solution to help support uh, the broadcast solution in Teams? Yes, we are. <laughs> Just checking. Thanks for the follow-up. <laughs> yeah, we expect that to be done, I think, in the next uh, next three to six months. Yeah. 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 Good, because we're releasing in six months or three to six months. <laughs> We've been working really closely with the teams to make sure that the dev is happening at the same time. What's your relationship been like with Microsoft? So how do you guys partner together to make sure that these solutions are going to be uh, effective once deployed in a customer? So we, um, we work closely with uh, Microsoft, uh, both sales team and customer success team members mm -hmm. to understand, you know, if they, if any, we just ask them to ask those questions. You know, are you guys having large broadcasts? Are you doing, are you having any buffering issues? Are you struggling to kind of make sure that the network is optimized? Are they having to, you know, choose to do more? Or are they having to choose fewer live events because mm -hmm. they can't support it? Yeah. So once those kinds of questions come up, we just work closely with the sales and customer success team to kind of talk, you know, just then we just talk right to the prospect about collective and what the options are yeah. and what they might be thinking about. So. Yeah. We also use the product. Uh, we use Microsoft Teams. Uh, we use um, everything Microsoft 365 and, and all that. So all those integrations are really important. But it's also important to use the product and understand day-to-day -day what our customers are facing and how, how could we make it better. And um, it's, it's an important thing. It's, it's kind of like making sure the cobbler's children have shoes. Right, right. right. We don't have um, we don't have any voice recognition in the office, but that would be great too. <laughs> but your relationship with us is a lot deeper also from an engineering perspective. Your engineers work side by side with our engineers to, you know, on the specifications and designing it so we can ha do the right handoffs. Yeah, we do. Um, and we, it helps that we're located in kind of the same coast. So we're located in Bend and we've got engineers both in Sunnyvale and in Bend. Um, and being able to get up to Redmond to work with your teams up there is fantastic. Um, but yes, and I think what we're What's neat is that we're, we can, you know, we go to joint customers to say to them, how are you using it? What, you know, what kind of problems did you have? Um, and then, and we can help continue to build out a better and more solid platform. The other big piece of the partnership is um, software delivery. We, the, the endorsement from Microsoft of, uh, about having a peer-to-peer -peer solution to help deliver Windows as a service uh, and, and optimize that, it's, it, it really speaks to the deep partnership that we do have, particularly with our new software delivery product. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Awesome. Now, you you mentioned that you use our products and you're an Office 365 customer. Tell us, you know, we're celebrating our one-year anniversary. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about how your, how your journey has been over the last year using Teams. I think every day we use it, we find something new about it. Mm-hmm. Like um, Easter eggs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I and I um, I find that the functionality has improved dr- dramatically even in the past year. So you mm-hmm. guys are clearly pushing things out as as it's growing up, which is amazing. Um, and I I mean I love being able to schedule right in it to be able to schedule a meeting right mm-hmm. in it. That's so much easier than it used to be. Um, so yeah, we yeah we've really mm-hmm. liked it. And, and we're and what's neat for us is that we as we use it, you know, we'll use it in one on one meetings, and then all of a sudden we're using it in, in like a one in three meeting and then we're using it in our you know worldwide sales meetings and yeah. then we're using it in company all hands meetings so it's neat to be able to see it grow from what it started at yeah. which was hey patty mm-hmm. you know get on your teams meeting okay teresa i'll call you you know yeah so. and and teams we we are getting better about developing tighter teams yeah uh, we had a, a project for a customer and so we set up a team's team and and started sharing documentation and all that and then being able to share share the links and work on the same document and uh, keep everything updated and all that that was a a big new step for Mm -hmm. us to to be able to really collaborate in that way yeah the tracking and recording stuff is going to be fantastic being able to we we haven't we haven't done it yet but we should actually i might do that for we do a weekly internal meeting where we use teams and we just we end up recording it but the transcription of that is fantastic yeah so oh that's good yeah (laughs) awesome well before you go i have one question for each of you to answer Um, we believe that microsoft teams is the hub for teamwork so we're always looking for teams that have a clear sense of purpose and really harness the power of the individual so if there are if there's any team that you can be a part of, and it doesn't matter the shape, size, or function, what would it be? And you can't say your current team. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and since I can't say my current collective team, <laughs> um, I was actually going to say, um, I think I'd say Obama's uh, 20, 2008 campaign. Mm-hmm. I think that being on that kind of executive team would have been really inspiring. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, we, we talked about that. Like, mm-hmm. he is, well kind of the ultimate CEO mm-hmm. in that role. And so having to inspire people and talk about that, what you know, talk about all the mission that he talked about and being able to be a part of that, I think would have been really awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And I would say I've, been, I've had the pleasure to do it twice. First, a broadcast production group, a, a live broadcast television production team is the ultimate machine. It's mm-hmm. just 40, 50, 60 people, in the case of Super Bowl, hundreds of people aiming to do the one thing and making it the best that it can be. On a personal level, that for me translates into being in a barbershop quartet. Mm-hmm. Four women who just, they walk in the room and you think, aren't they nice? <laughs> and then you blow the pitch and this the sound comes out that is so much bigger and beautiful and broader than what we look oh. like. And, and to, each individual has done her part and her best to d- contribute to that yeah. and, and create this beautiful thing. That's really what a team to me is. Oh, thank you, Patty P. My, I just got a little chills after you. just imagining so that. Yeah. <laughs> See, my collective team is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, ladies, this has been a fantastic conversation. Thank you for your partnership with uh, Microsoft Teams, and we're looking forward to, to, you know, once we have the streaming technology in Teams that, you know, our customers can call on partners like Collective to help build out their network. So. We're looking forward to it, Delanda. Thank you. All Thank right. you for having us. Thank you, guys. This ends this episode of Teams on Air.